listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Care, lead, innovate, motivate, balance. These five tenants reveal ways of creating a more profitable and customer-centric pharmacy. What will you discover when you climb with RMS? Welcome to the Climb Podcast, presented by Retail Management Solutions. I'm Karen Deckard, and it's my pleasure to introduce this month's episode hosted by RMS President and CEO Brad Jones. Brad is joined by special guest Gada Abukuwake for a deep dive discussion on vaccine programs. Gada is the owner of CureMed Specialty Pharmacy in New Jersey. Opened in 2015, CureMed specializes in clinical services, immunization, compounding, and more. Gada and her team at CureMed Pharmacy strive to bring the best care for their patients through honesty, integrity, and knowledge. Their goal is to embrace change and make a positive difference in people's lives to enhance clinical services and to be the most preferred pharmacy in their community, which serves low-income neighborhoods. Good morning, Gada, and welcome to CLIMB. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, good morning. I'm so excited. Great. Well, um, let's just get started. Uh, this is such a great topic. So, you know, tell us a little bit about your pharmacy's history and how you came uh, to set vaccine efforts, you know, how you set them apart from other pharmacies and what made you choose to do that in your pharmacy? Yeah, my, my name is Gada Abukwek and I'm the head pharmacist uh, at Curemed Pharmacy in New Jersey. And we are the facilitator um, for the uh, New Jersey chapter, the CPSN, the Clinical Enhanced Services at the New Jersey. Uh, at Curemed Pharmacy, we have different uh, wellness services for our community. Uh, the full pack, the rapid uh, uh, pack, the compliance package for our patients, the compounding, uh, the, uh, the diabetic education, uh, the specialty medication, and of course, the essential uh, vaccination and immunization services for the community. We highly believe that um, vaccinations and immunization is essential in, in every pharmacy. And we know that there are um, diseases that they are highly contagious and life-threatening, like uh, tetanus, um, the whooping cough, the, the pneumococcal, the, uh, the polio, the tuberculosis. And we highly believe that when a person is, um, is, high, is vaccinated, that means they are fully immunized, that will not only protect themselves and protect their family, but it's going to help to spread the uh, to, to spread to prevent the spread of the disease to to the friends, to the beloved ones, and to the whole community. So we started when we established Kilmet Pharmacy in 2015. The immunization was one of the pillars at the pharmacy. Okay, so with that said, um, there are a lot of pharmacies that do vaccination programs. What, what do you feel differentiates your approach and your philosophy um, you know, from what the standard pharmacy is doing? Um, I believe that all my colleagues are doing amazing in, in that part. And uh, I believe all of us, we, we saw what pharmacists did in, in pandemic and how they were able to, to spread the, the COVID vaccine and we're able to 
help the communities um, in pandemic time. At Curement Pharmacy, we have four different approaches in, in the vaccine clinics and in immunization. Uh, protocol number one, we ensure the availability of the vaccines at the pharmacy by working with our suppliers to secure those vaccines all the time at the pharmacy. Um, that's really important for our doctors and our patients. Uh, number two, the number two protocol, the precise temperature control for the CDC compliant to keep our vaccines protected and viable. We, we use uh, one of the company's high-end companies sensors. Uh, we use the one view uh, that uh, we get the continuous monitoring uh, system, uh, which we have, we have integrated software platform that we will get, our pharmacists will get the triggers instantly. If anything happened uh, to the temperature for our fridge or, or the freezers, so in this way, we ensure that we are maintaining the quality and the effectiveness of the vaccines. Uh, number three, we secure the transportation of our vaccines whenever we go to the uh, centers, uh, whenever we do the vaccines in clinic, uh, we ensure the transportation, um, the secure transportation of the vaccines. And number four, which is very essential, keeping the network and communications with uh, the city advocacy groups, uh, the city councillors, uh, the public organizations and agencies, the uh, county commissioners, the, the, uh, the schools, the clinics, uh, adult home centers. Uh, we keep this kind of communication. Sometimes nowadays we call the flu. We make sure to go to, um, to check with our schools, with the community centers that they, you know, that to, to ensure the flu vaccines is available. So it depends on the time in the pandemic, we make sure to, you know, to spread the vaccines in different community centers. Um, so the networking and communication with the, um, with the city is really essential for all the pharmacists um, to do that. So that's, uh, you know, you mentioned, and of course, independent pharmacy played a huge role in getting the, the COVID vaccine out there uh, to the general public across the United States. Have you, um, have you been able to um, get new customers, new prescription customers as a result of your vaccine program? Um, that's very essential. Yeah, thank you. Great question. Uh, the, first, the first thing, it was the trust that we build up with our communities that we truly care about their health. And um, we, we spread the, the advocacy and the knowledge about, about the vaccines. And of course, it was one of the most proactive time in the pharmacy, I believe, board that the patients believe in, in, in what we are doing to help them for their wellness. And the number of the patients increased uh, at our pharmacy. And um, that's right, yes. You know, and that's, I think that's something that it's this credibility and trust piece that, that uh, a lot of independent pharmacies haven't had the opportunity even to build because there's this general belief out in the, I think out in, uh, for a lot of people out in communities that, you know, the chains are cheaper, it's, it's uh, easier access, 
all of these things that are typically wrong um, are these assumptions that are wrong and they don't even come into your pharmacy. So this is vaccines to me. And from what I, you know, talking to other uh, pharmacy owners is an opportunity to get people in the door and then show and then create that level of trust. Um, so the, what, it, you know, what did prompt you to, to get into this? Is, is that part of what was the, your, you know, prompting to really focus in the vaccine market? The belief of the vaccines, as you mentioned, they, they believe that there are, you know, there are six disease killers, the measles, the diphtheria, the tetanus, the tuberculosis, that we are able to, to secure our communities from those kind of, and, and save their lives. So the vaccines in general, it's, it's, I believe it's a pillar for each pharmacy. And we believe in that. Of course, the, uh, to add more patients is very essential and important for us. Sure. But the, the, the belief that the wellness, a pharmacy is a healthcare uh, center. And if we are not uh, providing one of the pillars to get well, then I believe there is something missing. So the vaccines, same as the medications, it has to be in a pharmacy, number one, for the safety for the, of the community. And number two, you mentioned you're going to add more patients. There are so many things to add patients through the vaccines uh, services and the vaccines clinic. Number one is the trust. People trust that those pharmacists care about their health. So they're going to come to you for more consultation, consultation about their diseases or different kind of things that they are facing. Uh, number two, uh, the proper uh, services that you have at the pharmacy, when they come to ask about this uh, um, vaccines related questions, you may able to mention to promote your compounding services. You would promote your uh, compliance package service. You would mention about the different vitamins that they are available for different uh, disease deficiencies. So there are so many different services that you would promote to your patients, the new patients that they, they, they're going to come just because you have the vaccines. We get so many calls from uh, different patients through the state that we are not able to find the shingles in CVS and in chain pharmacies. And it's available at our pharmacy. So they come to us and they see our services. They see the great customer service, the independent community. Uh, services um, from our team. So, you know, and it's the mouth that they're going to start to talk about what you are doing. Um, so it begins about the care and about the, the health and the wellness. And then it's going to go to the different things as adding new patients, adding, let them know about the service, uh, sell some items that you have in your front end, the OTC section, even when they get the vaccines. And sometimes they need to get um, the painkillers and other medications associated with the vaccines. So it's it's a great revenue for the pharmacy when when you have it at you know at your place at your store. And that's what I was thinking. It's, I mean, I've seen the commitment from the independent pharmacy world. I've been around in my whole life, as many of our listeners know, uh, because my family had multiple pharmacies and and. Um, um, what it, what I see vaccines and, and really all of the different clinical services is an opportunity to get somebody in the door to, to, to learn how much the average independent pharmacy owner and pharmacy staff members really care about their communities. 
and want to to help the communities become healthier. And uh, and so that's where I think when I think about chains, um, so there's this misconception out there that they're always cheaper, and that's just not true. And so people don't come to the independent pharmacy. They just keep driving by it. And this, to me, is another opportunity to get them to come in and find out about the trust that you just talked about. Um, I agree. And actually, many, many patients, when they call to check about the prices, there, of course, there are two, there are two um, uh, parts about that, the cash patient and the insurances. The insurances, it will never, it will never change. It's going to be the same, uh, the PBM. And we're going to talk about this if we're going to have time later on. Uh, about the cash patient, whenever they call a pharmacy, our, you know, the community pharmacies, and they check the prices all the time. The prices at the independent community pharmacies are way different than the chain pharmacies. And honestly, most of the time, they are uh, more affordable. I'm not going to say cheaper because what we do is amazing and more, I'm not going to say better, but the, the care that we give the patients is way different than the chain. So it's more affordable and it's available in, in the independent community pharmacies and different to price than the chain. And they will be surprised each time whenever they call, they will be surprised about the, the prices. And and I know that for a fact as well. And I think that's why uh, I always bring this up in conversations. And my friends who uh, you know don't know this, they're always shocked to find it out. Um, I said, just give it a try um, because it, it's uh, not only is it less expensive in most cases, but just as you said, the, the quality of care, the level of care is significantly different and significantly better in most cases. So. Um, as you uh, as you were doing this, what are some of the robot blocks that you've encountered along the way, and or do you still encounter some of them? There are there are a few of the roadblocks. Uh, we know we have to be transparent about that, and maybe those kind of roadblocks will um, will be kind of a challenges to other community pharmacists to to have the vaccination or immunization. Uh, services at their pharmacy. Um, I'm going to leave the reimbursement at the end. I'm just going to mention first the the let me say the spreading the knowledge about the importance to get vaccinated. It's something that the team has to work hard to spread this kind of knowledge. You know, there are so many rumors and um, inaccurate information, or sometimes maybe accurate information, but it twisted. To be used out of context and you remember in, in COVID time about the vaccines of COVID and the boosters of it um, the the communications with the caregiver to to let them understand the importance of the vaccine for their family members that's also one of the the road uh, uh, block um, to show up on the vaccines uh, appointment day that's also one of the things Many times we have to go to the patient's home or to the daycare center, and this kind of transportation is one of the challenges as well. Um, encouraging the workers in different companies, even sometimes in the healthcare uh, facilities, about the importance to get vaccinated, as simple as the flu vaccine. Many of you know our colleagues, they they. They have this kind of a challenge to get the flu vaccines, and they have different kind of uh, inaccurate information about that. Um, 
Of course, the, the low reimbursement of the PBM, they don't encounter the traveling times for the pharmacist when they go to do the vaccines clinic. They don't encounter the, um, the new hiring that we have to have for the uh, uh, licensed and uh, professional pharmacists or in the COVID time, the licensed technicians to do, to do the, the vaccines. The materials that we have to use, the gloves, the band-aid, the, the cotton, the alcohol swabs, the needle, the syringes, we use all that from the pharmacy to provide the vaccines for the patient and we don't, we don't get reimbursed for that. The brochures, the, the, the um, stationary materials that we have to give to the patients uh, when they get the vaccinated, you know, per the CDC. Uh, the mixing time and the preparation time for the pharmacist when they do the live vaccines, and this is, you know, this is their time <clears throat> from their other work. The how to secure the temperatures for the vaccines and, you know, how much you have to pay for the sensors, the, 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 the good, the high-end sensors to make sure that your vaccine is viable and, uh, um, as we mentioned, and is maintained to have the, the, the right effectiveness. Um, the, the paperwork that we have to fill at the documentation for the CDC, the protocols and the procedures that has to be in place in the pharmacies, the knowledge of the pharmacist about the patients allergic to, to some vaccines and the antidote and how they have to provide, a, a, you know, the antidote for the patient if any allergic happens to them. So there are so many, there are so many things that we have to take in considerations when we would like to do the vaccines or we would, we would like to have the, the proper vaccination services at the pharmacy. It's not just very simple to give the flu vaccine or any kind of vaccines. It requires a lot of standards and protocols and procedures and infrastructure in the pharmacy. And we would really love to see the right, the fair, I'm going to say the fair reimbursement from the PBM to all what our colleagues are doing to ensure the, the wellness uh, and, um, for the communities and the safety for the communities through the vaccines. That sounds like a lot of roadblocks, but you obviously and others are doing it. And so you, you find the roadblocks are worth it. And uh, it, that's what I have to take from this. You're doing it. So um, I don't like to scare anybody who's not doing it away, but you know, what can you say from the, with the roadblocks? What can you say to encourage uh, pharmacies that are considering this, but haven't oh, pulled yeah. the trigger? Uh, okay, I'm just mentioning <laughs> the protocols and procedures. Okay, those kind of, I'm going to say, it challenges that we have to face in general as a community pharmacy. It's not only about the vaccines. I highly recommend vaccines, services in all the pharmacies. Those things, I'm just mentioning them to, you know, just to, let me say, to spread awareness and advocacy. Uh, it's um, the vaccination is very simple when you believe in it. Yes, you have to encounter the same as the consultation for the pharmacist for our patients. They don't get reimbursement, but there are so many things uh, in, in when we do the consultation for our patients. So uh, we highly recommend the vaccine services, but those kind of things that you would like to let our uh, colleagues and patients understand how we really care about their health and what we are doing behind the scenes to make sure that they are getting the right, safe, 
and effective vaccines. Um, but let me let me let me say different. Let me say let me mention how we're going to make this kind of challenges a, a very um, easy to overcome. Um, what we do, we have different protocols at the pharmacy. We have, I believe, three or four protocols to ensure the vaccines for all the community. Our pharmacists, during their uh, sync um, calls, they do the sync call every month, and they do the MTM. Whenever they call their patient and they see the age of the patient is, is eligible, let me say for the shingles, over 50 years old, right away, they mention that you are eligible for the shingles, or let me say for the pneumococcal, if they are you know, over 65, and they let them know that, you know, we would like to make sure that you are safe and you're not going to get this kind of a disease. And after getting all the consultation with their maintenance medication, the pharmacist will let them know that, let us know, would you like to come to the pharmacy? We can provide it for you at the pharmacy, or you would like us to come to your home, you know, per your convenience and make this happening. And actually, because of the trust, many patients, they would love to have that. And this is the click with this happening. First of all, you make sure that the patient is getting, you know, safe and, and more wellness with this vaccine. And you can promote, as we mentioned, the vitamins and other things. So this is something great for my colleagues. Um, the second thing we have through our POS system, some triggers uh, that whenever a patient comes to pick up some medications, the clerk or the customer service they will have a trigger that the patient is, is eligible for this, let me say, flu vaccine, or usually shingles or a pneumococcal, depends on the age. If they are not, if they are new and they still, you know, didn't get the, the, the full training, they can ask the senior a, a technician or a pharmacist. And if they've been, you know, for a long time been trained with, with us, then they will mention to the patient that you are eligible for this vaccine. Per your convenient, you can just, you know, have a few minutes at our pharmacy. We're going to prepare that for you. It will not take a long time, but it's going to save you and prevent you from different diseases. And of course, that also, uh, um, you know, we have big, uh, um, we have many patients that because of this triggers in the POS system, they were able to get vaccinated and prevent them from their diseases. Um, we have a monthly uh, clinical calls through the senior technician that they will call the patients that with certain age that they are eligible for those kind of vaccines. And of course, it's, it's, it's amazing when a patient feel uh, how the pharmacist or the technician, senior technician will call him to check on their health and let them know that, okay, now you are 50 years old and shingles disease is this and this, and it's only two doses. And they educate them about that. And many of them, you know, they will be so happy to come to get the, the vaccine. And of course, some of them, we have to go to give it to them. But it just they care about, you know, how they feel that this call only because of you. We care about you and it's important for you to get this kind of vaccine. So this is kind of monthly call that we, we you know, we try to do on a monthly basis for our patients. And we send messages or campaigns. Uh, Nowadays, the flu shot, and in, in, we started, I believe, in September, that we send the campaigns for the, in general, the population, our patients, that it's a flu season, 
to stay safe for you, for your family, to protect your community from the flu. Please, you know, make sure to get the flu vaccine. And of course, nowadays, nowadays is the COVID boosters. So you, if you would like, we can get both. Um, and of the, because of the campaign, also the campaigns, we get so many uh, uh, referral and transfer and, uh, from the patients. Of course, we do the clinics, the vaccines, the clinic. But all these kind of things, this is some, because you mentioned about the challenges, those kind of protocols that we use at the pharmacy, we ensure to make the vaccines simple, easy, I'm going to say fun, because, you know, our team, when they, whenever they have, whenever the patient is going to say, yes, of course, I would love to have it, they will, you know, they will feel that they did something great for this patient life. And um, and it doesn't make it a big challenge. Yes, you have to know how to do the billing. Uh, you have to have all the procedures available. But as a pharmacist, this is, I believe, something very simple for them um, to, to do it. And for their community, they will feel the love and they will feel the, the, the positive impact of their practice on their communities. Yeah, those are all such great points. And I, you, you use, you mentioned multiple times education and, um, and educating the patient and, and most pe most people want to get well, want to be healthy. Um, and education becomes such a point, an important point. Um, on the, uh, you also mentioned you're doing med synchronization and, and I've heard this many times that this is a good opportunity. Med synchronization, you get them on the phone. This is a good opportunity to educate them on other things. So do, uh, you, you use med synchronization. Is that a, one, of your, one of your areas that you take the opportunity then to talk about? You have, you're eligible for this uh, vaccine and other, you know, other things you're doing? MedSync is a fabulous uh, um, service that any pharmacies using the MedSync, they get so many great uh, um, results from that. You speak with your patients, you communicate with them, and, and you know, in a family, let me say, in, in, in a very nice way, checking on their health, uh, checking what kind of side effects happening from whatever medication they are taking, promoting what you need. Uh, um, if you have different kind of new services, and one of the I believe a must is mentioning the vaccines. Vaccines is a medication. Please just say it, and this, this is what we, we see it. Medicines and vaccines, they combine, they are kind of the same to treat disease. The vaccines treat very critical, as we mentioned, life-threatening disease. So if we are not going to educate our patients about that during the call, that call is for the patient. We care about the patient to check on their maintenance, medication, on their health, and to let them know if there is any important supplement that they need for the maintenance medication that they are using. And of course, to mention the vaccines, which is part of the medicines. So it's a must for each call, and it generates a lot of uh, um, opportunities for the, for the vaccines, yes, medsick. So changing gear just a little bit, um, 
you've 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 mentioned and I want to kind of just highlight more. So a lot of pharmacies typically they just the patient comes in to get a vaccination. But you're doing more than that. So I, in, in listening to you, you're, you're not just waiting for them to come in and sign up to get the vaccination. You're actually proactively doing things. So tell us a little bit more about that program. When, when you open, you know, when you open the independent community pharmacy, it's not the same as the chain. So chain, people will just come to you because it's chain pharmacy. An independent pharmacy, uh, we have proactively to go to the community and to do our proactive part through either the phone calls or visiting them in their places or going to the community centers and promoting and letting, letting the people know about what we are doing. So if we are just staying you know, uh, behind the bench, counting the polls, we are not going to be able to get anything. So we cannot wait. A patient, of course, they are welcome. If we get the call from a patient, you know, requesting a vaccine and new patients, they are more than welcome. And usually, uh, um, 98%, this patient is going to be with us later on because of the services that they're going to see from the, from the team. Um, but in general, uh, we will not wait the patient only to call us. Of course, word of mouth, we have patients calling us. But as a pharmacist, community pharmacy, we pharmacists go and proactively, you know, do a, do our other things to get the patients in the pharmacy. Uh, you know, we mentioned several things and networking, communication, being in the community, uh, letting people know how we care about them, being in, you know, in different uh, setting in, in the in the community. Um, Either you can say the um, the the workshop, the workshop, uh, the the clinics, the schools, the the churches, the the city centers, the many different you know, many different community centers that we have to communicate with them to be able to spread this kind of fullness. But hundred percent proactively going, uh, uh, you know, out to to our community is is a must yeah is essential yeah and you know i'm i i see that and it's interesting uh when COVID happened i had i had you know i i was away from being able to go to trade shows and interact with our customers and and uh and so i spent a good portion of 2022 flying to around the united states seeing customers going to trade shows interacting going to pharmacies um and um, and it's really it's really heartening to see the successes of the pharmacies that are innovating, that are listening to people like you share your experiences and uh, grow their businesses by changing. And I think that's to, you know, when we started Climb over two years ago, which I don't know if you know, it stands for Care, Lead, Innovate, Motivate, and Balance. Um, and when we started this program, it was to share this kind of the, the experiences of, of peers like yourself with other pharmacy owners to, to really be able to build their business because the day of just filling scripts putting that and making a lot of money, those days are gone. And, and so 
um, it's exciting to talk with people like yourself and share that wealth. And, you know, and that's just part of what we have to do too. I tell business owners all the time when I listen to them complain about how hard it is um, and, and it is in, in your business and the PBMs are definitely a problem. Um, but business is hard. <laughs> you know, we've been doing this here at RMS for 24 years and it's changed dramatically and how we have to do business has changed dramatically and innovating and doing things like climb, uh, are an important part of that. And so to all of you pharmacy owners out there, listening to this, you have to change and, and doing things like Gata and her team, I think are so important. That's why we bring, we bring this, you know, the show, uh, on, out to everybody. Now I just made a speech. I have another question though. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, th- thank you. I, I really appreciate what you are saying. And actually I listen to climb all the time and it's really amazing, you know, what you are giving to us and what you are sharing with us. And truly what you're saying is hundred percent. I agree about, you know, the wealth is not about the money. The wealth is, you know, especially I'm going to say in COVID time, how, Proactively, all the pharmacies and pharmacists, when we went to different community places, the love of the people, the feeling, you know, the stories that we hear. Whenever we did, you know, the vac- the COVID vaccine or the booster of the vaccine, just you know, the you feel we are a human being, we are part of the community. And being yep. able to be part of that for the pandemic and to help people, that is the wealth just to have the positive impact and to have this smile on a face, that is the wealth. Yes, of course, we care about the other part because we, we cannot survive if we're not going to be able to keep our stores open. But the wealth is the happiness, is the love, is the caring, is giving. And of course, we have to take care of the other part as well. Um, but your 100% right is the feeling, the love, and the uh, the caring about the community that was the big impact yeah and it 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 and it it does feel great when you when you see a smile on somebody's face because what you've done for them has helped them and i feel the same you know when we do when i'm doing work here at rms when i see a customer that's thrilled with with the things we're teaching and the things that they're learning and the things they're able to do to build their business there's no better feeling than that to me so I do have another question though. So we, and we, we, uh, we talked about MedSync and how it can be utilized. Um, are there additional programs though that pair well with not just, I guess, with vaccine, uh, with the vaccine centric approach, but nearly w- with the other things that you're doing, the other clinical service you're doing? You, you know, um, it's, it's the, the patient is the center of our care. So yeah, I think, a service that we do the calls and we mentioned about the vaccine, the compliance package, which is people know about that, the build back. Whenever we also do the, the compliance package service, it's opportunity to tell the patient about, you know, about the vaccine. The compounding, people come for the compounding and they don't have any kind of maintenance uh, medication uh, or a sink kind of calls, but it's also a service that you would be able to, you know, to have opportunity to mention about the vaccine. Whenever the patient is your center care, then all what you are doing, all the clinical services that you are doing is an opportunity to mention about the vaccine. 
um, whenever we do the specialty and taking care of the specialty medication with the doctors and with the patient through the hub, you will mention to the doctors about the vaccine. If, if doctor, if, you know, if you don't have this vaccines available, or if you would like to send your patients to us, we have all the vaccines available. It's also opportunity through the specialty. Um, in general, a pharmacy services, pharmacy nowadays, you mentioned it earlier, we are not just sitting, you know, in, in the back of the bench and counting the pills. Most of the pharmacies right now, they are very proactive. We are not just filling up prescriptions and medication counting pills. We are doing the enhanced clinical service through the MTM, the medication therapy management. That is also a great opportunity to mention the vaccines. So any kind of service as a pharmacist, you care about the patient. Patient is your central, you know, focus, you're going to mention the vaccine because it's a kind of a medicine. It's a part of, you know, a, a, a treatment of a life-threatening disease. So it is something that we have to mention it for our safety of our patients. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm done with questions. I would love when I'm back out in New Jersey in the new year, I would love to come by and see your pharmacy and, uh, and meet your staff and, and, uh, and watch what you do. So it would be great to, and I will make that happen. Um, I, I greatly, go ahead. We would love to have you. You are more than welcome. It's going to be amazing and fabulous to have you at our pharmacy. And we are, you know, waiting the new year and happy holidays, of course, to everyone to have you and to see you at our pharmacy. Well, thank you again. Do you have any last uh, words of wisdom or, or are we, are we good? <laughs> I just, you know, I just would like to emphasize that, um, you know, being a pharmacist, uh, loving what we are doing as a pharmacist, if we feel that there is a closed door, make sure that there is hundreds of doors going to open. So if you feel that the immunization or the vaccine is a kind of a challenge, if you feel that, please call me. You know, give them, we can share my email and my phone number because it's never a challenge when you see the, the, the results of what you are doing and how you are saving a life. It will never be a challenge and make sure that many different great door op going to open for you. So, uh, and if there is any blocks, those blocks, they will never block us to do great things for our community. Those blocks for us to, to, you know, to step on them, to help our community even more. That's terrific. Thank you so much for joining us, Gada. We, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. And I have to mention that CLIMB is one of the uh, um, marvelous uh, um, services that you are doing for the pharmacists, for the community. I really appreciate all what you are doing in CLIMB. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for those kind words. Have you settled for a limited bundled-in POS because you aren't sure what's compatible with your pharmacy management system? At RMS, we've developed a revolutionary integration portal, and our state-of-the-art POS solutions integrate with over 30 pharmacy management systems. Unlock the door to powerful, cutting-edge point-of-sale functionality, no matter which pharmacy management system you want to use. At RMS, the choice is always yours.